September 29th, 2017, and invoking the spells is not the hard part of Invoker. I'm Colin Detmar. And I'm Nick Cease. Welcome back to Bataco. Thank you for listening. We're a Dota 2 podcast, and we're going to talk about Dota 2. Let's get right into it. What the fuck? Colin, so we just played the Invoker game. Invoker game got... Invokergame.com. I'll get started. Not a sponsor. And it's where you like have to invoke and like cast spells, basically, using the key combos. And I told Colin to play this because... What is it? Yesterday or something? You said we were we, yeah, were, we were playing, um, were and we? someone was someone was talking about like you should have an invoker player, and like it's like oh you know like and, you know, if you have an invoker team, invoker player on your team, this would be a good game for invoker, right? Yeah. And I was like, I mean, you know, like lots of people are invoker players. Invoker's not that hard. It's like <laughs> he's he's hard because any hero is hard, but he's not inherently hard in and of himself. You just, you use his spells and, and apparently Nick took this as a challenge is like, no, oh, no, no, like, no, 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 no. Okay. You said, um, I don't know. I also said, I've, I've played one game on invoker. I know all his spells. I said, I've said, I played one PVP game on invoker. I played a couple more against bots. A uh, long but like time ago. a couple more. Yeah. Great. Like double digits or single digits. Uh, almost double digits, probably, but not. It's, I, I would say like seven more. What? It's not hard. What art? It's not hard. What art did you? So, what? Um, since we haven't said it, um, he linked me to the Invoker game, which this is kind of fun. Um, and I played Survival, and I got a hundred and three point five seconds. I mean, my um, my best that I just you know played it now a few times was one thirty, but but I, I'm sure we could both get a little higher. Oh, boy. I kept getting tripped up by like the ones where it's like whether it's invoke or invoke and cast. Yeah, I just keep spamming the cast anyways because pressing the yeah, NF isn't too hard. Pr- probably the way to do it. But what? I'm just I'm shocked. <laughs> invoker's like invoker's not like but like using the spells right is hard. Getting them out. But is to not. memorize that in like ten games. What? You're, yeah. What yes. are you? <laughs> what are? I don't know. It's not hard. But like. To recall them that quickly, to get up to 100 seconds. It took two tries. My first try, the invoking yeah, cast yeah. Got, got me pretty good. I got well, like, like 17 seconds, but, you know. Um, and, and it's, it's I'm just shocked. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm like, I'm a ma- You should play invoker. That is part of the I hard can't... part invoker. That is part of the huge skill cap is like the the delay the bigger the delay between hmm i need a tornado and then i need a meatball and then i hmm, emp ice wall sunstrike if you have to think about that that is really hard that makes it so much harder and once you like actually fluid with just like you don't have to think wwq or you know qww whatever you use for tornado but and, like that's the thing is is like i mean you know I'm not. I'm when I say no one understand that I don't really mean no one, but kind of no one really has to do that anymore. Like sometimes people are like, "Which one's Ice Wall again?" Because they don't use that one very much or something, right? But like Invoker, like Invoker, it's Invoker is one of those heroes that used to be like, "Oh my God!" Like the the skill cap of Dota. Like maybe someday I'll be good enough to play Invoker. And now Invoker is just one of the heroes. Everyone knows how to play Invoker. God, it's what? fine. <laughs> Am I wrong? Yes. We're just oh. better. <laughs> we're just way better. You're way better than I thought you were at Invoker. I, I say, I'm like, I'm so baffled because Invoker took me a while to learn. And he was like, oh, my God, how the hell do you learn this? <laughs> and now I can do, like, I can be a moderately okay Invoker sometimes. And it feels so good. But still, I feel like 
you know, the brain drain from having to, from like trying to, you know, trust instincts and stuff to just spam, you know, in fights. Wow. Yeah. Good. Good on you. I mean, like, I don't know. It, it doesn't. It doesn't feel that different from like the difference between it and a fighting wait, game combo wait, wait, is wait, I can wait, do wait, it as wait, fast wait, as I want. Wait, 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 wait. Colin, one of what? your favorite games. I don't know a lot about it, but they're called Cook Serve Delicious, right? Right. And I've literally not looked at it, but from what I understand, there's like you have different combinations of key presses to create different foods. Mm-hmm. And it'll pop up a recipe, uh, and you'll be like QWFGT, and you hit enter, and you're gone. Now we got you have to play invoker. <laughs> I understand now. You this is unholy. This is unholy. <laughs> Ten games on invoker and you can do that. He's like, uh, I once, you know, my chef once gave me a menu of twenty items and I had to use it with how how many keys do you normally use? Cooks are in Cooks are delicious? Um I mean like on, on a harder day in Cooks are Delicious too, you're probably using oh maybe thirty keys. What? <laughs> using a lot of keys because um, the thing is you're not just using the letter keys you're also using the number keys you also got to do enter to send you got to use tab to as a modifier for some stuff uh, you got to hit a lot of keys huh so well maybe i should try cook serve delicious <laughs> it's great what a good game it's an apparently it's, an it's good for training you for invoker yeah no yeah. What, what you did I, just now I would never have made that connection if you hadn't said that. Yeah, but I can't believe it. It makes total sense now. So we're a Dota well, podcast. Well, we're good. <laughs> Supposedly, we're a cook served delicious podcast. Yes. Mm. Delicious. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. So Dota, Dota. How was your Dota? Um, you know, I okay, folks. Oh. We're all dying for a patch, right? Mm-hmm. We're all suffering, but I've actually had a pretty good time. I've actually had a pretty good time, and because I played like I'm not, I played one game solo queue, and it was it was kind of actually I should talk about the solo queue game, Nick. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about my one game of solo queue, Do right? It. Solo queue. So I queued up, and I talked to like there was one guy. I was like, "Hey, how are things going?" And I'm like, "Oh, you know, it's good. It's like you can pick whatever you want. I'll play support." And it's like, "Okay, great." And we had let's see what were our picks. We had a first pick, uh, Brewmaster. Bold. And then we had a Shadow Shaman. And then we had a Viper. And then we had an Earthshaker. And I was like, huh. I guess I'm playing a safe lane carry then. Um, so I picked Sven. And um, I got wrecked. Um, our whole team got wrecked. We were oh, all this, pl- like, this one. Our Shadow Shaman ulted maybe twice the entire game. And I'm not, like, I'm not being mean. Like, he really just, uh, our Viper kept just being like, Shaman, why do you not ult? Shaman, why no ult? Shaman, you don't, do you know what ult is? Like, <laughs> and like, like he wasn't trying to be mean. He was just increasingly baffled by this guy who oh, never used his ultimate. Um, yeah. Our Earthshaker was a, a character. Um, our Brewmaster was diving their fountain at, like, minute 15, he just he just was he would just go until he died and he usually sometimes he got kills along the way sometimes not um there's no option. so there were a lot of factors right but also i played terribly i farmed decently given that i was up against a uh a necro offlane with uh. occasional support from a nature's prophet and a bloodseeker um 
but I got I got bopped because my positioning was bad, and specifically what happened was we were winning. We had a pretty significant lead, which is why our brewmaster felt free to go ham. And then something happened in the fights. I, I noticed the first time was like, I got ruptured, right? I was like, okay, I'll just stand still. And then like their team rushed towards me, and I was like, bring it the fuck on. And then they ran past me. I was like, wait, what? Oh, no. And they killed my entire team. And and then they ran away. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, that was weird. Well, okay. All right. That's that's fine. Mm-hmm. They're going to go for a Roche fight. Let's go. Let's contest Roche. Oh, I'm ruptured. And they ran past me. And they ran to my team and they killed my team. And they did this over and over. And like, I don't play Sven. I just know that he's good right now. I know, you know, I know what his abilities do, but I don't play Sven. And I was so trapped in, like, my, like, okay, I need Echo Saber, and then I need Mask of Madness, and then I need a... Yeah, and, like, it never entered my mind. Like, get a fucking Lincolns. Get a Lincolns, and this would all be fine. It would all have been fine if I'd gotten a Lincolns. I never got a Lincolns. We omegaed us, and we held on for ten more minutes, because... When I didn't have to run anywhere, Clean. I was insanely strong. They ran in, and I would just murder them. Um, but eventually, we got taken down. And then the uh, Bloodseeker, afterwards, I was like, you know, good game. I uh, I really feel like I played badly. You guys you guys totally earned that. Good job, you know. Um, and then Bloodseeker said something in, I think, Spanish. Yeah. I translated it, but I, forget, I forgot to record what language it was. Um and the last thing he said I could tell, which was in Spanish, uh, good game, and then a little smiley face. So I was like, okay, probably what he said wasn't that mean. So I copy and pasted it, and he was like, and so what he said was something to the effect of, like, sorry, Sven, you still need to learn what items are the right items. Yep. And I was like, damn! <laughs> that was the most, like, polite dunk. Savage, <laughs> You're so polite, right. gentle dunk. <sighs> Just, like, lobbed it in. Because he's completely right. If I itemized better, we would have won that game easy. Yeah. But I super didn't, and I was the only one who was really scary on our team, and I just didn't leverage it. So. Feels bad. Uh, other than that, you know, just a bunch of uh, normal Dota games. Um, where We got back into uh, WLDL, the We oh, Like yeah, Dota League, for, for this season. Um, I'm I'm once again captaining the team for whatever that's worth um and we are this year we are defy logic gaming dlg yes indeed um and i'm like you know i'm really happy with our roster this year just like it's the difference between this season and last season is really just that like it feels like we're communicating better and we have a similar understandings of what needs to happen and we're just kind of on the same page yeah i think more of us have played together previously not all of them like we never had a five out of five practice before but you know mm-hmm. playing together but we haven't and like I our think. our mid i've only played with like a couple of times before you know we started getting into mm-hmm. league matches i didn't know him very well but just sort of like we're you know we're doing better and you know obviously we're one game into this this tournament it's not a very long tournament but we're one game in so this could go bad um <laughs> we won our first game but like it, we yeah we like five men death balled so I mean, you know, we mm-hmm. you guys were, you know, on the Discord identifying like, hey, we could, you know, had better vision here and stuff. 
I was amazed how smooth the shot calling was, though, because we never, you know, we're kind of, Colin is the captain, but he's, you draft for us, but it's kind of a team effort, and it's dangerous to have shot calling be a team effort, but somehow it worked for us, this game, Mm -hmm. and like the the five-man, like, death ball, we didn't feed a lot, was good, (laughs) like, they definitely had chances to come back up until, like, I think it was like a 30-minute game-ish, something like Mm -hmm. that, up until, like, 20 we could have thrown really easily, but we made like collective calls together. Well, I was that was like the main thing I was surprised about because mm-hmm. that's that's a dangerous road to go down. It's good because you know none of us is fucking PPD or fear or something, but it can lead to indecisiveness and stuff. Yeah, and I feel like that was one of the things that plagued our last team is that we sometimes we would argue not art, but we would have a lively discussion about what we should do instead yeah. of doing something. You know, yeah, and that hesitation killed us. So. I hope I didn't seem like we had a lot of hesitation, um, and I, I hope we can we can carry it forward. I'm just like really really happy with how it went and excited for this season. So yeah, and I guess while we're talking about DLG, uh, I'll start talking about my Dota week. Uh, so this is this is my new section, the public apology corner for Dota Weekly for Nick. We were playing a game. It was four out of the five of us on our like uh, on DLG, and then Sam from the We Like Dota podcast. And uh, it was our mid laner and I. We, we were playing mid and carry this game, and we were we had like taken a team fight. Everybody but us was dead or like back. I think respawned or something. We were at the enemy's base, and we were just clearing out. It looked like we were going to be able to win. Uh, so the mid, our mid was on sniper. I think I was on PA. Sounds about right. Uh, and so you know we were taking. The, he was taking the tier fours. I was like clearing the effigies in front of the tier fours. Just important just because Classic. i do i i wasn't like intentionally fooling around and then you know our mid obviously is like hey uh hit the tier fours i need your deso there's something along those lines and so i cleared the effigies and you know i hit the tier fours we killed with the tier fours i'm like okay okay here's my deso and then i put my desolator in his backpack and we started hitting the ancient and then i think he swapped out some sort of item and put my desolator in his inventory and then uh i was like hmm Oh, we're not actually uh, doing a lot of damage to this ancient. It's like it's got seven more armor than it normally would, and I'm doing a little bit less damage too. And sure enough, the ancient lives with like a third of its HP. The game goes for 25 more minutes, and we lose. I immediately regret my decision. I mean, what else can you say, right? <laughs> it's just like, well, I I, I did a great I- joke. And my friend played along with it in a really great way, and it ruined our lives. <laughs> and I forced four of the people to spend 25 more minutes in a Dota game that we eventually lost. Yeah. It, I, it only bugs me because I wasn't even fooling around that much. It was just, I heard, I need your deso. And I gave him my deso because I, w- I was really sure that we were just going to take it. But those two cores don't actually have a lot of innate damage. They get damage from items. And armor is pretty good, especially when mm-hmm. a building has 15 armor. That's right in the sweet spot to reduce it a lot. Yeah, sure is. But I had another thing that happened, which is I think the first time it's it's ever really happened to me. I was playing a solo queue game. I think I was playing Oracle, which, but uh, I love Oracle. I need to, we need to do right? some Oracle appreciation. He's like my favorite support, probably. Oh, um, definitely, definitely my favorite support. He does so much can save people so easy. Oh, it's great. It's great. However, 
I picked, like, I think people had hovered the core positions. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll play Oracle because I like doing that. And I think he's strong to play in solo queue. We had, like, a Spectre. Uh, our mid was something. And then we had a Tidehunter and a Clink's offlane. And, and it was, like, a roaming Tidehunter. And a farming mm. offlane Clink's, which wasn't great. Tide also wasn't on voice comms. So whenever I'd say, hmm... Tide, you're level two. You sure you want to dive their tower at six minutes and not just sit your ass in lane? And I didn't realize for a while that he could hear me. And it was fine. You know, whatever. We had some some moments. I disagreed with some of the shot calling from our Spectre. But the Spectre, he was, like, active on, on voice chat and stuff. And then he, like, we were behind and I was like, oh, God, this is so trash. Like, our, our Tide... <laughs> I told Tide to go, like, I typed in, hey, Tide, go jungle, you need bubbles. He bought an Iron Talon. It was it was okay. And then I got tilted, so tilted when we got behind from the PMA of our Spectre. It was the kind of blind positive mental attitude. It was, it was I had no idea, even as it was happening to me, as the rage was building up inside. I'm like, what, what am I? What is happening? Where is this salt coming from? Because one hero would die. And I would say, okay, guys, guys, get back, like, you know, get back, retreat, etc. It's like, no, okay, we're, we're good, we're good, chill, 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 it's all great, you guys are doing great, 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 it's all okay, chill, 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 chill. Mm. And, I mean, I've had also the games where I just had to mute people because they were just talking too much in voice chat. This guy was, like, barely on the edge of that, but, like, under it, so I wasn't going to mute him, and I never and did end up muting him. But he was just so blindly okay with everything that happened. I would tell him, please don't haunt here. Please don't haunt your level six. You're not going to do anything. And then he would, he like, he had a free safe lane to farm and stuff. And then he hunted in. And I think we got one kill on a lower tier, like, position. And it was like, oh, oh, okay. And I eventually had to, like, tell him to shut up. Because <laughs> I got tilted. Like, he was, oh. Ah, uh, I it has never happened to me before, but I'm like, dude, dude, you just just be a carry and focus. I appreciate your your positivity, but please shut up. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, sorry. And then you know it worked out from there. We lost because our draft was just trash, utter trash. But I don't know. I've never had that happen. I could not understand as it was happening to me. So there are, I think. Maybe there are more, but I can identify two types of positive mental attitude, right? There's the kind that I try to subscribe to, which is like, okay, so that happened, that was bad, but it's all right. We can salvage this. We're still in the game. We don't need to let go of our keyboards. We don't need to get angry. Let's just keep playing Dota. Hey, everybody, we're playing Dota. And then there's the fog, right? (laughs) Where you see about like three inches in front of you. And everything else is just like, well, everything else is in the fog, and I'm sure whatever's happening in the fog is okay. FMA. Foggy mental <laughs> attitude. Hey, that was, a, that was a joke, wasn't it? I didn't mean to make it. Was, that was it good. was. Good job. Good, good job. Bonus point. You nailed it. Style point. Yeah. Hmm. Dota, Dota, Dota. Nick, we've had a little bit of news this week, haven't we? A little bit. Just a little. So, uh, I am... Sad to announce that the English voice, fac- voice actor of Rubik, Phantom Lancer, and Chaos Knight, uh, Barry Denon, has passed away at the age of sixteen or seventy-nine. Excuse me. Yep. Sad. It was. It yeah. was. <laughs> hmm. I don't know what the word is. It was cute. 
Hmm. That's probably Horpo would. Interesting to see the thread with everybody, you know, spamming what you know whatever bot spams the the sounds for PL CK and stuff. It was nice. It's kind of sad, you know. When, uh, not a community yeah. figure, but you know, someone who's helped make something you make. Yeah, he's you know he's he's been in. A, I could I could name a few other games that I played where he yeah. he voiced characters as well. You know he's he sort of went around. He did a few small roles in movies as well, um, or not so small. He was apparently Pontius Pilate in Jesus Christ Superstar, which is probably a decently big role. Um, but like you know, it just I enjoyed the voice work of those characters, and you know I I can't really say I knew this guy very well, but it's you know. It's not it's a shame it's to lose him. Like I don't know, maybe it's not weird. I'm trying to think about traditional media when some you know, as you know, games get older and stuff, and people who work on them die. I mean, uh, uh, Nintendo, uh, help me out. Satoru Iwata. Yeah, like when he died, he's you know had his hand in so many things. And it's like, damn, this guy's like done a lot of stuff that people played for hours and hours and hours and hours, and people you know still play. As like a big effect on things. It's just, it's, you know, it's kind of weird. Maybe it's not a new thing because, you know, actors and stuff and other yeah. performers, but huh. it's interesting. I don't know where, you know, it's, it's hard to like, it's hard to know exactly what to say, but like, it's, you know, we're it's, sorry to hear of his passing and, and we're grateful for the work he did. And, you know, it's, it's a shame. Uh, on a brighter note, uh, the Dyer has gotten a sponsor. They are now Optic Gaming. Yes, finally, it's no longer just the diet. We figured, you know, they've got to be talking to somebody, right? They have enough star power just with, like, PPT inside period to get some sort of sponsor. And mm-hmm. I've not... Maybe I have. I don't think I've heard of Optic, but apparently they're, they're huge FPS people, like, huge console game people that got... They were, like, one of the first major COD organizations. Like, that's how they got started in Call of Duty, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, people. Just throw your podcast... Throw your phone or something, like out the window, unplug it from your car, just toss it out on the highway or something and, uh, and go get a new one. Uh, and then what did they, they had Halo and Gears of War. I guess those have teams too. That, that, that does make sense. I don't know. Apparently they're big and apparently people, apparently people follow this organization like a normal sports mm-hmm. organization, which is yeah. like just coming out recently as they start playing, which is weird, but at the same time is probably like, it's actually not weird because that's more normal. It's kind of weird that Dota follows players. I mean, I guess you do do that somewhat in you know more like established sports and stuff, but mm-hmm. not really. Only if you're like a superstar, like you, you're going to follow Messi. You don't like, oh boy, I love this team. Oh, it just happened to have you know Lionel Messi on it. Oh, that's amazing. But if like you know, you've got these franchise teams around the U.S. and the NFL, you don't just like oh. I'm, you know, I live in Maryland. I'm a Baltimore Ravens supporter. Oh, nope, Ray Lewis leaves. I'm out. I'm ditching. But that's not how we do it in Dota. But mm-hmm. that's apparently a thing that opted. Like, they have a ton of fans and people are like, hey, I'm new to Dota. I've never seen this before. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, there there have been some <laughs> fucking amazing... Okay, Twin I'm going Dagger to... Ballerina or something? Yeah. Give yeah, some, yeah. Some right ones. <laughs> At, at one at one point, there was this fucking blue tadpole butterfly thing that got jumped by four dudes, and then he did some David Copperfield shit and ended up on the other side of the goddamn map. Like, yep, I was losing Fuck. my shit, and my missus comes in and says, "What happened?" Fuck knows was my honest <laughs> response. 
are you winning? I didn't know how to answer that shit. <laughs> how do I win? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's really like, I think it's, 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 it's kind of weird and alien, but kind of sweet to see these, like these comments from these guys who are like, so we don't know Dota, but your organization has been, our Dota has been brought into this organization. And so this is great. This is fun. Yeah. We don't know what's happening, but it seems cool. It's, it's a lot of like, all their comments read as kind of like starry eyed. And I realize <laughs> that's just because Dota is such a dark place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can, it's easy to oh, get jazzed, you know, razzled up by all the particles and all the amazing, you know, voice line and sound and stuff that we have. You know, some of these, you see a Laguna Blade cut across the screen. You see a black hole and like a lot of, you can tell people die at least somewhat. And it's like, oh, I don't know what just happened there. I remember, what was it? TI5. I might've talked about this before. TI5. I was, I had like uh, three other roommates at the time and me in, uh, I think it was, yeah, me and just uh, Hadadagu, you know, who we play with sometimes. We're watching TI5 and my roommate comes down and is like, what's this? I'm like, oh, it's Dota 2, the TI. And he watched a bit, and he would recognize, you know, every time Walrus Punch happened, because Tusk was the thing. He's like, hey, there's Walrus Punch. And it did stuff. It's like, hey, there's Walrus Punch. Yep. And that's, yeah. that's what he fixed it. Yeah. I don't know, they're talking about, like, like they talk a little bit about, like, not understanding, like, the memes in Twitch chat and stuff. I don't even... And it rem <laughs> it reminds me of the time that I was in a small Dota stream with commentary and a person took me under their wing and decided to teach me oh, how to be a good right. twitch chatter with like like oh and when they mess up and miss a kill you do tv tours or t tours or whatever and i was like oh okay like this this is interesting and i kind of, i felt like an embedded reporter it, it was weird it was twitch so man. weird <laughs> um yeah i don't know i i think it's um we've mostly just talked about the organization i guess um i don't know it's it's cool. It the re, like I had an adverse ish reaction to it. I was like that's kind of weird, but it's only because I think Dota teams are so transient. And I mean, <laughs> how long was Cloud Nine back in the Dota Two scene for? Weeks, right? Just weeks. Mm -hmm. Not even. I don't even know. But generally, it's. And then you know you got people like Immortal. Well, this is kind of the same same vein. Immortals coming in saying, "Hey, we're gonna you know bring all this new content and stuff, and really about content." And, you know, I think that's that's good and all, and that's great to, you know, make your players more personable, and that's probably good for your brand and money and probably good for the players. But it's still, like, hmm, this still is Dota. Like, Dota is still Dota number one. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It's probably a good thing. It, you know, more people is always nice, and if a big organization is getting, well, Cloud9 did the opposite. If a big organization is getting into the Dota 2 scene, they're probably here for, you know, at least the medium term because they probably understand that Dota is a little bit weird. So so let me get a little, um, whatever, theoretical for a second, right? Mm -hmm. So we're getting these big organizations, these big esports organizations that previ previously haven't taken an interest in Dota and are getting in and are trying to get these teams, you assume, for, for probably a longer term, right? Like, Immortal seems to be like, we want this team for a while, yeah. right? We're also, at the same time, switching to an independently run, Valve-overseen, major-minor system. And part of yeah. what has made the Dota Majors the way they are so far is the fact that you can't really influence Valve, right? They care about, like, mostly they seem to care about results, right? 
Yep. If you do well, you get an invite to a major. Once these tournaments, their invites and everything, are purely determined by a third party who is in it to make money, I think these organizations start getting a lot more power than individual teams. Because then you start getting, like, it's like, oh, we're holding ESL1 New York. Uh, hi, my name is uh, Dave Matrick. I'm from uh, Optic Gaming. Maybe you've heard of us. Uh, we haven't had great results lately, but we're fucking Optic Gaming. And if you want more eyes on your stream, you should really invite us. Yeah. I mean, And I'm not trying to... I, I To be clear, I chose Optic Gaming because that's a name in front of me. I'm not trying to accuse anyone of anything. I just think this is the right, quite possibly the direction yeah, this stuff heads. I mean, it'd be stupid not to do that, really. Right? You know, you gotta, and you like, gotta schmooze. And it's weird that it's taken this long because I think Navi has proven for years now that a good brand sells, sells right? In Dota. Yeah. Like, yeah. Navi has stayed financially relevant despite not having any impressive results in years it's just that they are the you know cis team if you have mm -hmm. a tournament well, in that yeah. region because you're a dumbass if you don't invite navi you're just throwing right. money out the window right and like are you ready for that to be the the future of of dota scenes are you ready for like you're an idiot if you, if you don't invite eg are you ready for yeah. you're an idiot if you don't invite immortals like I think the that's just how is, this goes. I actually thought you were going to go the opposite way with this. I, th I think it's huge that points stay with players. Players mm. get the points. And so it feel it does actually feel... I didn't think about this until you mentioned it. Maybe... Hmm. But they don't, don't get know. an opportunity to get the points unless they get invited. Yeah, but like... What's stopping people from just shuffle, 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 these big orgs with their money? Shuffle, shuffle, hey, we're NTI. <laughs> Bam. Why wouldn't they do that? I don't know. If they're not having I mean, like, I think, I think, I think there's going to be, like, I think the shuffling will be more focused would be my guess. And listen, okay, listen, we're not industry analysts, blah, 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 right? But, like, I think, like, okay, EG... I'm just going to use EG as my example here. EG is going to be the organization that can leverage its connections to get its team into more tournaments. This means that naturally they have a much higher odds of having higher points because they're in more tournaments. So people on EG probably don't have to shuffle. They probably don't have to worry about it. But anyone not EG, like that just pushes the shuffling down. They're way more because anybody, if you snuck in and you <laughs> snuck in is weird language, but if you got in without, you know, some big sponsor, some big organization behind you, you don't know if you're going to be able to get like into the next tournament unless you get results. And so you are even more incentivized all the time to be reassessing. Is this the most optimal roster we can have? Or can I get on a big organization that can leverage, leverage its connections and its influence to get me into a tournament? To an extent, yeah. I mean, the thing is, there's there's quals for all these things. Like, there's some drama going on with like the actual region choice for some of the you know these first minors and majors coming up. And there's a PPD. I think yeah, it was PPD who was talking about like you know having this system of you know invites just open to the orgs. You're not gonna have like it. It can. It was his opinion that it's you know it's unfair. It crazily influences the actual odds of getting into TI with, you know, points and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it does. It does. But it depends. Hmm. 
No, okay, it does. I mean, it does like, I mean, like the thing, significantly, it, but it depends on the tournament format, I think. And also, it feels like you're going to say, like, I mean, like, good teams will win, right? Well, you still have to get into the top four to get any points, is the thing. Right. So, like, you can right. get a direct invite and, you know, okay, Navi went through the quals or something. If you aren't better than Navi, too bad. <laughs> sure. You don't but get like, any points. This- the thing is, currently, like, I mean, and currently, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, like, in this like year, year and a half window, the high level teams are just so close together in skill that, like, you know, I'm not gonna say any team can win anything, but like, it's not like, like, oh well, they got invited, probably they just, probably they didn't actually earn their way. It's just like. Even if this team maybe wouldn't have made it through the qualifiers, that doesn't necessarily mean they couldn't win the tournament because all these teams are just yeah. really good. Yeah. So I do think it's still a really strong advantage. You just start. It's like you know, all these teams had to fight their way th- here, and you got handed the way here. Yeah. And and people are gonna get know, pissed just, about it. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking of getting pissed, yeah. uh, there. Can you explain this to me, kind of? I, th- I think I got a picture, but I don't totally get it. There's some PPD Sumail drama? Be- uh, you thought we were done with drama. Fear not. Cry not. Stop crying. I have some drama here for you. Apparently, there was some sort of drama with PPD when he was back on EG, when they were first, you know, divesting from being owned by Twitch, and now they're, like, player-owned. He said he wasn't... What was this on? Um, there's been a few things he's been on to talk about. Thorns uh, show. Yeah, Thorns podcast thing he talked about how he didn't really plan on being the ceo but sumail didn't wouldn't play with ppd basically and that's like as vague as it got and you know ppd or sumail tweets something like you know i could talk about this but i'll just let the results speak for themselves and so there's some Um, some hmm. shade going on figures yeah i mean i think there was something said about like like ppd saying like he like he would call Sumail out for like plays that he thought were bad or stupid, or he was being like careless and Sumail didn't like that. I think was something about what he said. Hmm. Um, it's it, yeah, not my P- words. Well, PPD for at least on Thorns, he was talking about kind of, you know, vaguely general, but you know, it's targeted. Obviously he gets really frustrated when people don't give them his, their all. Is what he says. Yeah. Like if he's, yeah. if you're not giving yeah. it all to him, then that's when he like gets the most angry. He's like, you know, I'm not. I'm actually. You won't believe me, and we don't. It's hard to get me upset about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I, I understand to the extent, but yeah, no. I don't know. <laughs> it's a very hard thing to gauge when somebody's not giving you that. I mean, it could be obvious yeah. too, but so so okay. Like makes a little more sense, perhaps, why he left EG. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we I think we'll we'll limit our comments just because we don't we don't know enough, right? Um, Let's not be and, like there's people talking about Anna, yeah, right. So, <laughs> um, shade. So, like, I mean, with PPD, like, I don't know, PPD. I think I think it's it's hilarious that PPD wants to comment that, like, you know, I don't have a temper. It's like you really do, man. It's okay, but you you really do. Um, so I take his comments with a grain of salt, and then just. Real quick, real quick shot to fire. Um, Samil being like, I think the results speak for themselves. Dude, you did not win TI. Yeah. I, kind of <laughs> what are you talking about? What results? Yeah. I don't know. Um, so, I don't know. Also, even lately, I think 
the Dyer have been doing better than EG. EG's had some rough, some rough yeah. results. It's hard so, to tell. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's uh, and the other thing also is that PPD has said in the past that he will intentionally create drama because he thinks it's good for like the team and attention on the team. He's mm. he said something to this extent of like he thinks drama is good for the scene oh, to an absolutely. extent. So like it good could be this is sort of a manufactured beef. It could be he's like I want to get some more heat on me and he's also like, EG some like mail, some candy under the table. Right. Yeah. Right, they're just sort of this is this could be this could be some quid pro quo. I don't know. Um Dota conspiracies. We need to have a Dota conspiracy corner. Let me let me jot that down in the notebook of ideas. Okay. Typey, typey, typey. Click, clack, scratch. There'll be no health left on the throne. Not if its armor is not hard And there's no way for us to throw So to the ancient we shall charge There's yet no need to run back home But from the fountain they will spawn Give me your deso Later P.A. Deso Why would you kill that effigy Please G.G. Give me your deso Later Mortred Deso You realize I didn't mean Literally We did not realize you're that dim Who let you carry anyhow It's so close I can taste the wind We want to take our final bow You should have held your items tight Instead, you'll bear our wrath and spite. Give me your deso, later P.A. Deso. Why would you kill that effigy, please? G.G. Give me your deso, later Mortred. Deso. You realize we didn't mean. Sometimes people don't speak literally. I am backing, going to scream. He didn't even get out clean. Why, 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 why? Give me your deso, later P.A. Deso. Why do you have to be so gay, damn green? 
give me your deso later mortrid deso focus tier fours we don't need effa Um, so, in other news, the uh, Weehaws team, which got a name when I wasn't paying any attention, I which is no now idea. apparently Mitterfeed, um, which is not a good name, um, Soxa is leaving the team, and he is being replaced by Cinderin. It's a, it's a bold Let choice. me say that with a slightly slightly more... Cinderin! Cinderin? Cinderin! Cinderin? Cinderin! Uh, so, this was announced, like, Soxa leaving was announced by Weeha tweeting, quote, my captain left the team and is taking a break, GG. <laughs> no punctuation. No capitalization. Oh, that's how you know it's real. That's, that's an uh, important rhetorical element, the lack of punctuation and capitalization. And then there was some, like, somebody talked on a stream about how isn't Cinderin replacing Soxa? Sort of like, and, and someone was like, "Is that news?" I was like, "I don't probably." Um, you know how you know how how our do. scene is. Um, and then yeah, that was confirmed to be true. Uh, Cinderin is the new position five hard support for the team. So is he the also, captain? Uh, I don't know if he's. I don't. I don't think they've announced who the captain is right now. Also, a thing I did not realize: we is playing support on this team. Wait, what? He's the roamer. He's the position four. Tomato is the one. Cancels the two. Kezu is of cancels course the three. The I mean, cancel plays. I I cancel plays mid almost yeah. exclusively. Yeah, so. but I, I, but like, I don't know a lot. But you about thought he Wii, would concede to we. But... I it's. That's, I have not seen them play. Power for me. Yeah, I have not seen them play. I yeah. want to see them play. This is interesting. Yeah. Huh. Um. I think they are a team that got screwed out of the qualifiers for a recent major because hmm. they were in like this weird like geographical spot where there was literally no qualifier they could attend. A dead zone. Um, yeah. So you know, it's um, I, don't, I got I gotta see by next we week. Yeah. I will have seen a match of these guys. I'll find something because I gotta know. We playing support. Yeah. I gotta know. Also, Cinderin with those guys. Listen, Cinderin. But Cinderin. anyone who takes a break to be a commentator for a while, I'm going to be skeptical of them coming back into the business. I'm not trying to hate on you, Sand. I just don't know. Can Can I complain for a sec? Because God knows we don't know enough of that. It's It's gotten mm -hmm. way harder to put together our notes and like make judgments on teams, I feel like. Or maybe I'm just trying harder. There's so much Dota going on. Holy shit. All these qualifiers. I can't yeah. tell what's yeah, happening. It's, it's hard to... Like, and I don't... Unless I watch every game, yeah. I'm, like, trying to process Liquipedia, but there's no... Like, people are... Even, I think there was a post about it on the Dota 2 subreddit. Like, Liquipedia needs a recent results section, like a summary. There, mm -hmm. Is there a Twitter page I can follow? I don't know. And, like, I, I watch I, less. I watch... There's more Dota happening. I'm watching less because I don't know what's good to watch. Yeah. Right. It's just, like, you know, I don't, I don't know how to make a decision on what I should be watching and 
I don't know when stuff is, and just, I don't. I'll just you know. wait for the lands, and then we'll we'll say if you know the uh, optic is good, or if not. Lands are great. I love lands. Let's watch some lands. I love land. Um, and land loves me. Oh. Um. Huh, speaking of a land, the ultimate land. The ultimate. Had a mini doc debut recently. The true sight for the International Seven Grand Finals was released. This is the first one that I've actually ever watched. I don't know why. Really? Because everybody says they're all great, and I, I believe them from this one. I believe they're all great. I should just go watch them. I, I don't know why. I've watched a few for, like, team shuffles and stuff. Like, there was one where they were following, like, I think Fnatic during one of their shuffles and stuff. And, like, it was all right. This was way better. This was really good. <laughs> yeah. But, um, like, it was, it was well-produced. Yeah, a lot of good content in it, like showing them in the booths and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's hard to know. It's hard to know how realistic it is unless the players come out and say stuff because editing can do a lot. But it was, you know, it was interesting to see uh, Newbie just fixate on past mistakes, it felt like. And that could be like yeah. a, a, a team thing they do. Again, you know, we don't speak... A lick of Chinese, uh, or no, you know, or it could be it could be editing, you know, it or could it be could like be both teams yeah. were doing some of it, but like yeah, the narrative they presented really felt like they were spending a lot of time like talking about what they screwed up instead of what they were going to do next. Which is another thing that kind of plagued us in the last time we were in you know eighty two L because we're trying to fix our past mistakes. I but you know I at least felt sometimes we're just going too far. Like we need to move on, even if we mm-hmm. fucked up bad. Just gotta yeah. get over it. Yeah, I think I think that's that's sort of something that all of us walked away from that team with is this understanding that we were kind of dragging ourselves down by kind of staring at the past a little too much. Um, and, and this, like, listen, I'm gonna try and show this to some people who don't watch Dota. This thing was just so phenomenally produced and really like, For sure. like it's it, like the moment we're talking about with newbie is when uh, what is it? I'm about to, to butcher all this. Astral C on Anti-Mage? Didn't it come? Oh, uh, that was Mugi on Anti-Mage. Mugi and it was uh, Kaka, was the support. Farming agents or the something, captain. right? Mm-hmm. And he didn't come to a Roche fight, like, with his team? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I've done, like, there was one agent left, and he just was finishing it before he, like, blinked up to go fight with his team. And then he's like, ah, uh, or, ah, uh, who's, who's the captain? Somebody said, oh, I really feel like Anti-Mage should, like, could have been there. We would have won that fight. We definitely would have won that fight. And they, like, repeated that later throughout the game and then at the start of the next game, like, their final game, That's pretty sure. Yeah. That's the part that kills me is they, at the, they're starting the next draft and he's just Backstage, like... Backstage, they were talking about it. And I somebody like, had to say, like, guys, it's okay, it's okay, chill. Chill, 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 chill is my specter. Yeah, I think that was one of the managers or something. I figured. It seemed like, seemed like non, non-player staff yeah. um, for, for the team. I just, like, it, it felt like... I, mean, I don't know. Every time, every time I get to see professional dota players talking in game or like right after a game it's just this moment of pathos of like fuck we really are playing the same game huh it's like like oh it is great to have you know again we don't know a lick of chinese it's great to actually like see you know subtitles from chinese teams and stuff for once too because normally you can't understand you know have these these interviews at the end and that you know credit to them they'll actually have the you know live translator there and they'll do it which takes more time but you know at least they're doing it. they're giving them some screen time it's it's hard to like it's less accessible if you don't speak the language right mm-hmm. and so 
it's it's great to actually you know see the subtitles, these things translated from newbie, which again editing we don't know, but it was cool to see. <laughs> it was like that moment of pathos when uh, Liquid were playing and like they won a game, and then they were just like saying stupid memes basically as they mm. were walking backstage. It's like shit. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like like playing a video like, game from. Yeah, look, like Kuroki repeatedly like telling his team, just like, just don't give a fuck, just play, just have fun, don't give a fuck, <laughs> don't give a fuck. Vaping in the bathroom in front of the no smokings. Uh, no, that was hey, just like that. That's like that felt true to the times where I've been on teams and we've been on a hot streak and everyone's just having a good time and yeah. just playing really well because we're just like, no, we're just gonna, we're one just gonna I play some good do, Dota. Uh, leave all fucks at the door. Thank you. And then the other one. This is the moment that like really like I. I, it really hurt to watch this because I, I connected so much to this moment is it's after that fight, after that fight at the Roche that they, they lost because partially because uh, Moogie didn't come fast enough, right? But the fight went to shit for Newbie. And afterwards, they're talking and KP pipes up and he says, if I stunned Earthshaker there, do we win that fight? And his team goes, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think we would have. And he's just like, Okay. It's just like, oh fuck, man! <laughs> you can't. Do I've that asked to those me. questions and not like the results. <laughs> yeah, and it's hard and to it's get the tonality just... from that. But it was like, oh yeah, team's just honest. That's good. Yeah, yeah, and but also just like, and they weren't like trying to hurt his feelings, but like, no, he asked the question, and we're yeah. answering honestly, and like... he's just like, just died a little, and it's just yeah. like, oh, buddy, you just I want to die, give you a hug. Absorb, move on. Yeah. Oh, so um. <laughs> This is a team that, interesting to note, they did not make any roster changes. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, Fucking got second at TA. Yeah. Right. And it's it's really great that they, like, God, how can you not watch that and think of every team that's come in second and then made big roster changes and not Ugh. totally understand because they, they, they was, conveyed the emotion yeah, so well. Those two special moments that, you know, you'll probably have gotten just from watching it. The elevator ride with Newbie. Down to like you know yeah. the lounge. <laughs> that, that was like another really well produced moment. Just like silent. Just all these. Yeah, guys I was in the just. Elevator. I was boom. I was silent. waiting for someone to say something about like something to, for positive. someone to break the silence. Yeah. No, some. I was waiting for someone to break the and say something in negative, and they didn't do that. And that or was even worse. Just like you know, fuck. That nobody something. said anything. Right. It was just. <laughs> I was waiting drop. for Kaka to once again go. Why didn't you come anti age or something? <laughs> but just nothing. And it's just like, oh, man. Ooh, yeah. I mean, because it's over. Know. Yeah. Like, and they also, like, they didn't do any tricks, like, any, like, it wasn't some, this is going to sound weird when I start the sentence. But they didn't do any, like, weird, like, like shaky cam shit, right? Yeah. They didn't intentionally make the Fucking camera work nightmares. disorienting. But they did totally convey why Liquid was kind of in a daze after that win. <laughs> Because, yeah. you know, they're just walking around, and, 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 and Kuroki says, like, not even a joking voice, just this both, like, this is not fucking reality. Just like, yep, no, he doesn't, like, yep. he's just... They really got, just, you know, they got across the tone. They just, like, had those long shots from, you know, the booth, dude, mm-hmm. taking the ages, and then standing there for a while. And then just walking out to a bus with the shield in hands and hoods up and just being like, I don't know what we're doing right now. <laughs> and then what the weirdly happened? sparse, like, red carpet. Like, a guy was like, hey, can I touch the Aegis real quick? <laughs> and Crookie's just like, sure. And the awkward, like, hey, yeah. good job, man, you did it. And just like, oh, yep, yep. Yeah, just kind of 
Yeah. It's like in a trance almost. It's yeah. oh, and it's such a phenomenal We, phenomenal we thing. would, you know, be doing this true sight a disservice if we didn't mention that one fucking pan from the crowd at the end yeah. up to SCC and the, the like losers. Yeah, mind. it's it kind of lost a not it lost the tiniest bit of effect because that was also their teaser for it. Was oh, this okay. shot? I don't watch it. Was the shot? Oh yeah, the sh- the the teaser was exactly like it was, you know, the celebrating a confetti and karaoke, and then just the pan up to the team, and it like pans past S Triple C to the rest of the team, then. and then it just cuts to a black screen and says True Sight, you know, and it was like it was the most savage teaser. It was yeah. rough. Boy, uh, <laughs> it was God it damn. was a moment. Yeah, I haven't been this excited about a piece of documentary work in I don't know how long. It was. It's really like watch it. Tell your friends to watch it. It was amazing. It's like yeah, well, watch this. It's like a thirty minute thing. What is it? Uh, definitely not a documentary about people playing a video game. Nick, we've yeah. come to the final part of our podcast. Oh boy. Whew. Okay, here I'll I'll start doing my jumping jacks. Warm up. I don't hear wow. jumping jacks. I think he just stood up. I think he's cheating. I almost slipped. I have a very <laughs> slippery section. Here we go. Okay. Listen, no, don't hurt yourself. What? Don't hurt yourself. Don't break your phone. Don't land your fo- your chair on top of your phone. I've done that one. That one goes badly. Okay. I think he's actually doing them. It sounds like he's actually... Okay. okay. Uh, I'll give you 30 Hi. seconds. Let's do some push-ups. I don't have room here. I literally physically could not. I am... In a director's chair, bumped up against a dresser. <laughs> I have no room to move. Ah, uh, who? He's left me to fill the dead air, I guess. Who? Okay, <laughs> great. Dota, Dota, Dota. Uh, folks, I'm back, Coach. What we're what we're doing here is the uh, meta trivia. I've got some questions for Nick about several of the past patches in Dota 2 and their metas. And I decided to cut it a little short this week because I was going a little deep and uh, I realized this was going to be way too long if I didn't control myself. Okay. And Nick just typed a bunch of gibberish. All right. So first off, we're going to have three metas we're going to... Well, three patches. And I'm we're, we're not doing the A's and B's and C's, right? We're okay. taking okay. the number as a whole. So we have 6.82. 6.83 and 6.84 and I have a couple of questions about each to see how well you remember 6.8234 can mm-hmm. I I think I can there's a section I just want to figure out the dates can I look up the dates of these there's a section on Wikipedia th- about the dates I think can that's fair I think that's fair for me just uh, uh it's probably in my search Dota no I've, I've got it I've got it history dates um okay 6.82 was started on 20 uh it was 9/24/2014. Okay. 6.83 was 12/17/2014. 6.84 was 12/15/430 and ended 12/15/923. Okay. So, first question, 6.82. Ding, 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 ding. What was the number 1 Competitive pick ban. This is a ninety percent pick or ban rate on this hero. No, what? Oh, nine point eight two. I think three. 
There are three others in the top. If you get one of them, I will tell you you got one of the other four. Okay. But this is the 90% one. I will also edit out some of the silences while you think. Yes. <laughs> Tusk. No. Tusk as one of the tops. No. Okay. Hmm. I could give you... Give me one of the top. One of the top was Death Prophet. This is part of the push. If it's 2013, that would have been TI3. And I think that was the Death Ball slash Split. There's other... No, four was China. So that was the Split Push. No, that was the... I think this Hmm. was the Death Ball meta. I'm going to say... Bristleback. No. I was very unconfident. So I will give you another one of the four, not the 90%. Okay. Skywrath Mage. Pugna. I will give you another one of the four, Razor. Only the 90% remains. This is a very death ball, very team fight hero. This is a core. This character is not really played mid anymore. Rubik. No, I think that was after mid Rubik's time. Okay. Because that I did say it did carry, say core. Yeah. Well, I remember that, like utility mm-hmm. mids used still, to be still a core, still a core. Strength uh, attribute. Tar War Runner. The ninety percent pick ban rate on this hero, Brew Master. Ninety percent. Right. Holy! There was. Oh my god. I don't even think about Brewmaster anymore. Like, I played one game against one today. I was like, oh, fuck. This is a hero. Uh-huh. Don't even think. Yeah, how fast He was huge. Oh, so, my God. That was maybe the hardest question of this whole twest- test. Man. This other question is decently hard, too, however. Uh, 6.82c saw the release of Oracle into Dota 2. What item was notably part of his recommended items when he was added despite being terrible on him and was later removed. This is the second hardest question? I think so. Um, Second or third. Now, here is a hint. Okay. How did people think Oracle was supposed to be played when he first came out? Maybe they played him like a core. I love love Oracle Mid. I love Oracle. Oracle is just great. His old if you were Oracle mid, what would you buy? That you don't think veil. the support would e- should ever buy. Veil. That's a very sensible answer. That's not correct, but that's very sensible. How about... Oh, and some certain items were back then. Dagon? Dagon. They recommended Dagon for Oracle. Dagon? Who recommend... Let me recall. No, I'm pretty sure... Who even just buys a Dagon as a core item? Was that it a thing? Part of his then? recommended. What the fuck? I don't. Valve. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Some days, some days I wonder. I do recall enough of that time to recall Oracle's alt and how hilarious it was. Just a strong purge every what, like point one seconds for mm-hmm. the entire duration. You're invisible. You're per- You're just like a slurk alt, but you're invis and you're constantly purged and all that bullshit. Yeah, it was what pretty a good. Hero. So, yeah, it was, um, yeah, they recommended Dagon for him. Dagon. 
No. Which, you know, because back then it was like, oh no, his, his EQE combo, he's got so much magic burst. If you get a Dagon, you can burst anyone. But even, oh, wait a sec. His W gave, no, it gave physical amp, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, did yeah, it no, if you W someone in the Dagon dumb, it did nothing. No. There, there, it wasn't a good item on him. I would, yeah, I, yeah, and W used to give the physical boost and magic resistance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it did. I think it boosted everything. Was it physical was or was full, it everything? But I think it was full. Okay, we got. Mm. Anyway, yeah, anyway, whatever. so it was weird. Six point eight three. Everybody knows that as the ho ho ha ha yeah. patch, right? So what big change to Sniper actually made him jump into the meta? Shrapnel Obviously, there was did not thing. affect towers. Oh. Hmm. I thought you were asking that's a different tr- question. That, that's true? I buzzed no, him but, but what, Alex. What bu- buffed him up? What put him in the meta? It's true that Shrapnel no longer affected towers. That is this patch. But why does Shrapnel why was... no longer affect towers? Well, because of the ho ho ha ha, I thought. Because it <laughs> but gained... that doesn't mean anything. It gained... <laughs> We're just speaking in total gibberish. Definitely do not so tell, close show to this it. podcast. You're so close to it. Shrapnel gained charges? Yes, it did. It and used to be then? just a one cast, and then it wow. gained charges, and that changed the game for him. Huh. I thought I thought they removed the tower heading ability of Shrapnel because he was so OP. That was like a no. I think they were... I'm pretty sure they removed it because they were giving him the charges. Okay. Um, Why does he have charges? Was that the first charge ability in the game? It might have been. I'm not confident enough to say that. To it's if I feel it feels to me like it was, but I'm not certain. Yeah. So, similarly, what big troll change catapulted him into the meta? And this is, I think, probably the the hardest remaining question. Was his ult not global? I'm going to give you two more guesses. Okay. Because this one's hard. He gained those bonus stats in melee form? No. He could permabash now. So here's the thing. I don't know. In all versions of 6.83, he had one change and it was a bug fix. I don't know why he was suddenly in the meta. He didn't get buffed. Uh, this is like the mystery Dota shit. It's just like... That one That one was too hard. Nothing exists in a vacuum. <laughs> nothing. The only answer is to not answer. Dota, like, nothing exists in a vacuum. So hard to balance. <laughs> like, literally nothing can happen. And then suddenly it's like, hey, guys, Necro's really fucking good. Why is nobody picking... Oh, now everybody's picking it. Okay. Yep. So... Last question for 6.83. We all remember, of course, ho ha ha on Troll Warlord. But as far as pubs, what hero actually had the highest win rate of 6.83? It was... Yeah, nailed it. That's just Hole like a one. good guess all around. Omnina has uh-huh. such a crazy win rate. He's had, a, he's had the best win rate in multiple patches. Yep. So 6.84 then. Ooh, modern times. Uh, I'll add an extra question here, a little precursor, right? Ooh. We all think of that as Zip Zap, right? As the, yeah. the the Storm Spirit meta. But Storm Spirit wasn't the scariest mid of that meta. Who was? Disco Pony. Yes, indeed. It was Lashrak. And which of 6.84's new items helped catapult Lashrak into top-tier status? Oh, my 
They added Octarine Core then, right? Yes. A... Octarine Core. Yeah, that, no, that's the only logical answer. <laughs> Boy, that was broken. And mm-hmm. Leshrac now, another hero you just, you just don't think of. Like, yeah. what's, what's yeah. a Leshrac? Oh, that hero. He's pretty bad, huh? So, last question. 6.84 added two new status effects, two new mechanics for status, along the same lines as stun, silence, or sleep. Name the two new mechanics. Two new mechanics? Mm-hmm. Break? Break is one of them. Really? I thought that was late. The other one involves a change to... Well, let's just say it used to be possible to inflict this, but it didn't have a name. Stop? No. Okay. Um, what? Hex? Hex no, is the cool. mechanic that is involved. You are on the right track. Polymorph. That's what it's technically called, right? Hex used to inflict polymorph, right? Mm-hmm. Now it polymorphs and it gives you silence and it also gives you something else that used to just be built into polymorph. Bur- sl- Mute. Yep. Oh, there was no... Right. Mute wasn't a separate mechanic. It's just some, some, some abilities had mute, but it wasn't called mute. Oh, there okay. was no name okay, for okay. it. It wasn't formalized. Like old uh, Doom Alt. Okay. Right, gotcha. right. Huh, right. And didn't, haven't, I can't even remember the history of them messing with break with polymorph. Because remember. Yeah, I think, I think at first it had break and then they, I think when they first did it, it had break and then they took it away. I I think before the, A, they added break, polymorph had break. And then when they added break as a mechanic, they took it away. Okay. Because it was too strong, is what I recall. Didn't chronosphere used to break? I have no idea. (laughs) There's all these like things you just forget. Mm-hmm. Like, or just never knew about because back 6.0. then. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck, right. 7.0 changed that. <laughs> Forgot. We, yeah. Were you in this game where we had a Viper? Were um, you... You're going to have to be more yeah, specific. Okay. I think <laughs> I know Mr. Blue six, is in it. Have to be more Mr. Blue. We had a Viper. I think it was just me, Mr. Blue. Who walked maybe... to the rune? Yes. He walked yes. to the middle of the river at the horn to get the rune. <laughs> Yeah, and he just sort of like, oh, not there. <laughs> okay, like, where's the where's the rune? <laughs> oh, my, yeah. it was like, wait, wait, what does Viper do? Oh my god, I forgot that was a thing. Right? It's amazing. And they like change it. Wow, yeah. <laughs> and he was baffled. We were, it was in a normal game. Yeah. This was only like a month after seven point so not not that recently, but um, like a month after seven point I was playing a game, and 20 minutes in, Ursa, Ursa all chats, where the fuck is Roshan? <laughs> and I was just like, Dawn all day. right, Dota, <laughs> cool. Yep. Oh, I'm so glad we remembered that Viper. That was, that was uh, probably our, one of the top tier moments of this week in Dota for me. That was <laughs> when, special. When Mr. Blue's like, I, I think Viper just went to get the bounty rune in the middle of the river. <laughs> And we all just had had our own chuckle. It was good. Yeah, yeah. No, I was I was like soon like, oh, he's gonna block this smoke or, <laughs> hmm, like, oh, okay. 
normal Dota. Thanks so much for listening, folks. It's uh, yeah. Listen, it's gonna be a, a, a while till we get the patch, but it's gonna be okay. We're, we're here to We're gonna pull through. We're here for you. We're gonna pull through. Th- think about how depressed we were last week. Yeah. <laughs> this episode's this episode's better. It's gonna be all right. <laughs> we're gonna pull through. Thanks so much for joining us. If you want to give us a rating or review, you could do that on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. We would greatly appreciate that. You could also spread the word. Tell your friends to listen to the show. That'd be great. If you want to contact us with some feedback or something, you can send an email to bottlecrowreborn at gmail.com or sick or Colin at bottlecrow.com. Or you could contact us on Twitter at, at bottlecrow. I want to give a big thank you to Reddit user Pomodi for use of his Harmonies of New Bloom music pack, which is our intro and outro here on the show. You can find that in-game in Dota 2, if you like it, for your use there. I also want to give a thank you to Ashley Ryan, a.k.a. Svimmy, who is the artist who did our podcast art. You can see other commissions that she's done on her Twitter at at Svimmy, or on Patreon at patreon.com slash Svimmy, and you could also perhaps request a commission of your own. We are part of the Scanline Media family. You can find more work that I do and also a friend of mine at scanlinemedia.com. Also, Nick actually has done some cross-promotion at one point, um, hopefully more in the future. So we have other articles and other podcasts if you want to check those out. And if you want to chip in and help us cover more things, you can go to patreon.com slash scanlinemedia and give us money that we would use to buy new games or new hardware. None of it goes into people's pockets, but also all of our content is free and will remain free for the foreseeable future. So, we are very anti-pocket. Listen, pockets are pockets are good, but like you guys wouldn't pay me for this, so I'm not gonna ask. You wouldn't <laughs> download a pocket. <laughs> uh, next week, episode sixty-nine. Oh shit! I will have a reveal. Do you see this shit? Yep. What's but happening? For this week, I'm just going to say, peace out.